Hey everyone, welcome back to another podcast episode of Altered Brain Chemistry. Um, For today's episode, we're going to be talking about yet another topic I should be speaking with a therapist about, but I instead choose to entrust you guys with this information. We're going to be talking about ambiguous loss and how I experience it, how I should cope, but may not necessarily cope with it in those ways. And yeah, let's just dive right into it. Okay, you guys, here's the deal. Full disclosure, I did not seek a professional's help when discovering this term and was like a professional diagnosed me and said, you are experiencing this. That did not happen. I was sitting on my bed, crocheting, rewatching Pretty Little Liars, season three, episode two. If you haven't seen Pretty Little Liars, please go watch it. It's amazing. It's on HBO Max, now turn Max, whatever. I'm rewatching this episode and one of the main characters, Hannah, is experiencing some very emotional, like weird ass feelings towards her um, former friend, Mona, who's in the mental hospital. And it's a whole bunch of shit. I won't spoil it just in case you haven't seen it. However, her doctor friend says that he thinks that Hannah is experiencing this term, ambiguous loss. And the term, the type of ambiguous loss that he explains in the show is different from what I think I'm experiencing, but of the same type. Um, in the show, he explains, fuck it, I can't really remember right now because I'm kind of high, but it's okay. However, the type that I think I'm experiencing is when a loved one or a person I care about is like not physically here, but still emotionally there for me. And like, we'll dive deep into it, but I just want to just like put a disclaimer that my word is not the end all be all of ambiguous loss. I could be using this term incorrectly. This could not be the term for what I'm experiencing. I just like to put a label on it so I can like wrap my head around these things a little bit better. But yeah, I am no way a licensed professional. If you think you are experiencing this and like seriously need help, please go see one. Okay, so ambiguous loss. Um, the best way that I can explain it that really like touches on how I experience it or how I think I experience it is that like a loved one or someone I deeply care about is like emotionally here. They are present. We have that emotional relationship, but they are not physically here. I don't see them every day, every other day. Like it's a long, think of a long distance relationship. That's what it, how I would fully explain it. And like this type of relationship leaves me feeling depersonalized if that makes sense so you know when you're daydreaming if you're a rapid daydreamer like I am and you have these people in your life oh fuck that was a bug um you have these people in your life and they play a certain role in your daydream and then when you come out of the daydream you're like oh fuck that didn't really happen oh fuck those feelings weren't real or fuck that action didn't happen that's why I constantly feel like I'm coming out of that days of daydreaming because they're not there with me but I keep on thinking they are because of our emotional connection. So it feels very weird. It's like a whirlwind of emotions that I go through. And I'm particularly experiencing this now being in college. However, it's the middle of summer. I am still in my college town. I'm working for the university. It's a very small town. And so I have a very close group of friends. And like I have deep and personal connections with them. And they are all leaving. One just left, another one's leaving next week, the other one's leaving the week after that, and they are just not coming back to this college town. They've graduated, dropped out, moving to a different country, and so it leaves me feeling, I don't know how to feel. It leaves me feeling depersonalized. I already feel that detachment from my friends that have already left. 
and the ones that are leaving right now. Okay, I just took out my AirPods, so it should be better quality. However, I am outside, so but I don't feel like recording, re-recording all of that. So we're just gonna have to deal with the shitty quality at the beginning. But from here on out, it should be better. Um, I, while I was taking out my AirPods and recording this next segment, I realized how that feeling of like all my friends leaving and I feel detached from them because they're not physically here. I feel empty. It's I, I just feel empty. That's the only way I can explain it. I feel hollow. And so I just want to sleep all day and not really do anything because it's like, what's the point? I just feel hollow is the only word I can think of it. Think that, think of that suits this situation. Okay, so just to be real for a second, I do suffer from persistent depression disorder or dysthymia. So I just setting the tone i am almost always depressed and there is just some level of distraction from it but underlying it's always there it's persistent i sometimes it's more aggressive however it's always there it does not stop but fuck there's another bug oh shit okay so i just have really low energy and like feelings of hopelessness and it's hard to reach out to people it's hard to want to do anything i have no general interest in life so this coupled with the fact that like if i don't see someone every day and they're making the effort to see me and like in turn i may make the effort to see them and usually that happens if i really get to know someone without the physical presence of someone there it's just not gonna happen so like this empty feeling inside of me it's like I feel like I'm going through another like bout of depression that's like just more aggressive or maybe I just notice it more because they're not physically here and I have a hard time like maintaining these relationships when I don't see them every day because it's just I don't know why it's just really fucking hard I do know why hold on I do know why okay so my dysthymia and social it's extreme and severe social anxiety i think those both are in overtime when i don't see someone every day and it's just i the depression makes me not want to leave my bed not want to check my phone not want to do anything and then like when it lessens up and it's not as aggressive the social anxiety keeps me from reaching out because it's like fuck it's been too long or fuck they forgot about me or fuck they don't want to hear about me and it's just all this anxiety inside of me so it's like a constant cycle of whether i just don't have the energy to reach out to where i'm too afraid to reach out and so like if someone's not physically there so i can see them every day and they're making the effort to see me and i just will never speak to them again so in experiencing this with like ambiguous loss is really tough and like i realize now that like even though some people may experience it differently than me or they may not have all these disorders comorbid comorbid with it it's still like a horrible thing to be going through and like hopefully we're going to talk through like some coping mechanisms that like i research and hopefully like that can help and then other things that i do typically because almost all my friends now the ones that like aren't with me at college didn't come to college with me are long distance and so like I try to maintain those relationships and there are a few things I do to cope with it but like doesn't always work because clearly I'm freaking out about it now so but let's talk 
Okay, so there is no one trick that comes with overcoming ambiguous loss or trying to beat your social anxiety or beating your depression to cause you to like reach out to your loved ones. It's like constantly, it's like watering a plant. You can't just do it once every fucking month and expect it to thrive. No, like you gotta keep at that shit depending on the type of plant, but we're not gonna get into all the types of plants here. Just imagine what you think of one random fucking plant you gotta water every day of course that's what we're trying to do when we're trying to maintain these relationships especially when they're far away and they're physically absent but you want to keep that emotional connection so like if i can't even text them i'll send a tiktok boom i they know i'm still here and i know they're still here they'll like the tiktok they'll send one back something like that i'll send a tweet something to let them know hey i'm alive hey i'm thinking of you this was really funny i think you would laugh at it or this is really sad i think you also find it sad something that we both relate to just to at minimum keep that text thread alive so like even if i don't want to say hey how are you doing because i fucking hate talking about my feelings to people and so i hate when people ask me how am i doing so i don't ask people how they are doing so if i don't want to have that conversation or i don't want to pick up the phone and call them and say hey i just missed you i'll just send that to like at the bare minimum keep that relationship alive and so like if you want to go about like coping with ambiguous loss by like not directing reaching out to the person that you are quote unquote losing i would recommend talking to a stranger it's always easier for me to talk to a stranger than it is for me to talk to someone that i know personally like on a deeper level hence this podcast but like if you just want to book one session with a therapist and be like i just need to talk about this just make me feel better about it and then i'll figure out what the fuck to do after that's fine like or even well a therapist would be ideal don't just pull someone off the street and start talking about this shit but if it gets brought up like with a new friend you could like just express your feelings real quick take a breath and be like okay here's how i'm gonna deal with this and that's fine as well it doesn't always have to be so direct and you need to like let yourself off the hook for not being so direct with them typically if you're experiencing this and you're as close as you think you are you won't need to explain what it, why you're low-key like ghosting you they'll probably already know so you need to let yourself off the hook and say i need to deal with my mental health i need to deal with this fact what i'm going through and i need to cope with it before i can further nurture this emotional connection that we both have now if you're in a like romantic relationship that's a different story um okay so that last part got cut off because i just received an amber alert on both my phone and my watch which i'm recording this one so we're not going to talk about if you're uh, coping with ambiguous loss with a romantic relationship because i wouldn't know too much about that so you're on your own champ sorry um though another thing i would offer up is like trying to find your identity without the person that you lost i know that's one of the big things for me now is a lot of people know me but they don't know my name it's i'm associated with certain people on campus and that's how they know me i interact with a lot of people daily and they know me they know my face they know who i'm friends with but they don't know my name and so it leaves me sometimes feeling with a sense of lost identity because it's like i am so and so's friend but i'm not me so taking some time to just cope with this like damn they're really far away i still love them i still have this emotional connection i'm not jealous or anything I just need to sit back and try to form some personal creation, personal relationships with the fuck. Some personal relationships that aren't based on my friendships with them 
or friendships with anyone else. And it's better to just, I'm not going to say go out on the street and just try to make friends because I wouldn't do that shit. That shit's scary as fuck. But like, if you meet someone else and like, typically I like catch myself doing this when I meet someone on campus, we all are like three people away from each other, everyone on this tiny campus. But I am stopped, I'm stopping trying to look for these common connections with people and like figure out how we're three people away. I don't want to know who you know. I don't, I don't care. I want to be your friend. You want to be my friend. It does not matter who our other friends are. So just try to find a sense of identity outside of this friend or whoever you lost, quote unquote. And that will help better your, that will just help better you in general and better your mental health. And then you could further nurture that emotional relationship and cope with this loss. Another thing that I've really been trying to get in the habit of like being okay with is silence. To me, there's really no comfortable silence. Any silence I'm in is always awkward, whether I'm by myself or with a group of people or with one person. I just hate silence. Something always has to like constantly be going on. However, sometimes that's just not life that's just not the circumstances i find myself in so being comfortable with the silence and being by yourself is really something that i don't know what it does for ambiguous loss but for your anxiety your depression it really helps to try to like get in the habit of being comfortable with it because like i'm still not completely comfortable with silence however now i can sit with it for a minute and i can just like get used to it because before I wasn't really, com like I said, there was no comfortable silence even when I'm alone. So I had to have like three things constantly playing. And if I didn't, then all those thoughts were just like awful thoughts in my head. And it just like led me down to a dark path every time. And so I never had any distractions. But learning, just taking like two minutes and then gradually each day adding more time to that. Learning to be able to be like, okay, I can sit here and just think or just enjoy nature i'm outside right now just enjoying the view of the west campus and it's silent as fuck out here it's kind of scary all i hear is like crickets and shit and like birds i think i don't fucking know and like usually me i would be like rushing inside to finish this instead of sitting out here but i purposely came out here to try to force myself to enjoy some silence in between the segments i'm recording and just proving to myself that i can sit here and like not go down a dark path with all my thoughts and then like some days you'll have setbacks you'll sit in silence and you're like oh fuck actually this is a bad idea even though the day before you're doing great and like that's fine you're always gonna have setbacks but like if you can just come back from it and keep on trying to practice not saying that you should be in silence 24 7 i would literally die sometimes all i need is like music playing i need something in the background but just being able if you find yourself in the circumstances where silence is all that's around you, being comfortable in that and taking the time and being with yourself. You don't always have to be with someone else. The presence of someone else isn't always needed. And I think that's what's for me, like the distraction itself, like the music itself isn't what's like keeping me going. It's like the mock appearance of someone else. Like I don't need to always have someone else with me. It's something I'm learning to be okay with. I don't always need a crutch. I can be just by myself and be fine. And if all else fails, you could always disappear off the face of the earth. Like 
not really but like take the time you need if that means ghosting everyone in your phone for a couple months do it and then after you're done hit everyone up be like hey i was going through some shit how are you i want to hear about your life i'm sorry we haven't been connecting these past few months let's get together let's facetime something it doesn't always have to be initial like and although sometimes it may seem like fuck if i don't keep nurturing this emotional connection right now it will i'll never have it and sometimes that will be true but like the people that care about you are going to understand and if they have boundaries in place to where like you can't walk back into their lives that's fine because you also have boundaries in place where you have to take some time every now and then to like get your shit together so that's fine just put you first when it comes to experiencing ambiguous loss depression anxiety put yourself first because at the end of the day who else is going to fucking put you first put yourself first take care of your own fucking self worry about everything else later everything else will fall into place eventually if all else fails <laughs> Sorry for such a short episode this week, you guys, but it's getting really dark out and I'm scared of the dark. I'm not afraid to admit that. So I'm going to hightail it back inside and wrap this party up. I'll see you guys next time for another episode of Altered Brain Chemistry, where I am sure I will just ramble at you guys again and again for as long as you let me. So see y'all. Thanks for tuning in.